You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Rahul Agrawal, and he's co-founded Design Hill and created a unique online marketplace to overcome the challenges faced by the business owners in outsourcing high-quality creative solutions and designers who've been looking for creative freedom. Welcome to the show, my friend. You're, Thank you're, you so much, Dennis. It's a pleasure to be here. It's yeah. Speaking with you. Thank you. You're joining us from India, correct? Yes. New Delhi, India. And that's where your company's based out of? Yes, we are based out of uh, New Delhi. That's where we found the company, but we have a company in uh, US, Delaware as well. Uh, so that's where we do a lot of our marketing operations from. All right. So give us a quick, give us a little bit of insight into Design Hill. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, just tell us first, what does the business do? I mean, I gave, I probably didn't do it justice in the intro, but what does it do? So we are an online creative platform. Um, you know, we completely designed to print. Anybody looking for any kind of design solution, creative solutions, uh, it could be a brochure, logo, packaging, website, or even, you know, somebody wants to get anything printed, uh, flyers, merchandise, they can get it done on the platform. Uh, We serve everybody from uh, work from home mom to a multinational organization. We have multiple services. You want to hire a single designer. You want to do something yourself on a DIY tool. You want to crowdsource something. So we have options for all sizes and all needs and requirements. And that's what we do. So, yeah. So we've served about a million customers till date. Uh, we have over 300,000 plus creative professionals from over 100 countries over the last six years. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, we've, we've built quite a few services and we serve all kinds of customers. And you founded the business six years ago, you said? Yes, six years ago. Great. Okay, awesome. All right. So... Today, just to give everybody a sense, you know, we're here to talk about why SEO and content marketing online is more important than ever in 2021. And Rahul has a, a very different perspective on this and what you're hearing from most of the entrepreneurs or, you know, or agencies or experts that are out there because he's had a little bit different experience. And so he had to make some adjustments. So we're going to kind of dive into that today, how he's built this business, what has been the core fundamentals of what has driven the growth of this business, because he's got a, a, seven fi- a multi-seven-figure business. And he, you, you just heard, he built a community of creative professionals of over 300,000 people, and he's done business with over a million customers, right? So he's doing something right. So we're hoping to garner something from that today. But before we do that, give us a little bit of a backstory. Take a minute or two. What was the inspiration for Design Hill? Was that your first business venture? Had you had other ones in the past that were successful or failed? Give us a little bit of insight into that, and then we'll start pulling apart the topic. Sure. Thanks, Dennis. 
So, you know, as far as Design Hill is concerned, that was definitely the first venture that I started. Uh, you know, I come from a business family. We were third generation entrepreneurs. So inevitably, when I got back from university, I joined my father and grandfather. And that's how, you know, I got into the world of design because, you know, we wanted to get some branding work done. And, you know, we had new ideas and we had a huge struggle. We couldn't get hold of a great agency or a designer or a freelancer. We, can, we could get the work done that we were looking for. And I don't know if you are aware of this, but I've co-founded Design Hill with my younger brother, Varun. And he was a creative guy. You know, he was all, I can't draw, design anything to save my life, but he was a creative one. And um, he was working as a freelancer, in fact. Uh, and uh, when and he was having his own struggles because he was not able to find the right customers, not able to communicate with them, not able to get paid on time. So when we he got back, that was when I, had all, I was already working with my dad for about two years. We sat and we realized that this was a global problem because, you know, people everywhere in the world were, you know, whether it was business owners or marketing professionals or designers or creative people, they were having that issue on each side of the marketplace. And that's when we decided to, you know, jump into Design Hill as we know it. And we, you know, started creating services. We started with a crowdsourcing service, which solved a lot of problems for customers because, you know, you could source multiple designers, designs from multiple designers from around the world in a very short space of time. And so, yeah, that's how we, we started design. Yeah. You know, I've grown to love the whole crowdsourcing of design because I've used it multiple times with a variety of different companies. The first time I did it was yeah. probably, I don't know, it was probably four or five years ago, maybe four years ago. And I was really apprehensive because <laughs> I was just like, I just, you just don't know the outcome. You don't know what it's going to be the first time you do it. But I ended up getting, I ended up getting like over a hundred and some designs. and. Right. It really blew me away because the designers jumped through all kinds of hoops and would do almost anything. And the and what it's just so people understand with the crowdsourcing of design, you know, you have a whole a community that contributes to the design, and then you pick one winner and you only pay for one design. So it's really it's really kind of cool the way it worked. So it's very performance driven, right? And it, it worked out really well yeah. for me. So I've used it many times since then, and I highly recommend it. I mean, particularly if you don't have the resources to have your own full time designer on, or you're having a hard time, like you said, finding you know somebody in a, the gig economy, whether it be on Fiverr or Upworks or something like that. So I can't yeah. say enough. And I know you have some other services there too, but rather than going down that path, let's. I think the topic that we have today is really interesting, and that is why is SEO and content marketing more important than ever in 2021? So I want you to pull that apart for us because I think people need to hear this message because I think they're getting mixed messages from the marketplace. And as the marketplace evolves, I guess that's natural, right? Because at one point, you know, it, it, you know, it, just because what worked three or four or five years ago isn't necessarily going to work today. And I think that's been your experience. So why don't you pull that apart and then um, we'll see how far we can get. Sure. So, you know, first of all, one of the things we need to understand is that most businesses, whether that's online, offline, digital, are transactional businesses. So when, you, when they're transactional businesses, you, you know, you're always acquiring new customers. Paid marketing, whether that's through Google AdWords or Facebook ads or Instagram ads or any other social media platform works really well when you have a very long lifetime value of a customer where you know you're acquiring them for on a subscription model where they're going to coming back to you every month or they're going to keep subscribing to your services every month however 80 to 90 percent of the businesses are transactional businesses so every time you acquire a customer you have to pay a, a acquisition cost 
Now, what's happened is that because of technology, because of the ease of uh, starting businesses, because of so many opportunities coming up online in every space, the number of people who are competing for space on Google, on Facebook, on Instagram has increased thousandfold. So if, if, if somebody was paying a dollar or you know, a few cents to acquire a customer to get a click on their website, they're paying much more, four, five times, 10 times of that, right? And then what we also have to understand is that when, you, when a customer walks into your website or your store or your restaurant, it's not necessarily they're going to buy from you. So there is a, always a loss that you incur, right? Your acquisition cost becomes much, much more. Now, what we've, what that's why that's something that we experienced. Now we pumped in huge amounts of money. Everybody was telling us to Google AdWords, to YouTube ads, to Facebook ads, and we kept doing that. But the, the problem is that end of the day, you have to see what is your, what is the revenue that you're going to generate out of a customer? What is the net revenue that you're going to earn from a customer? And whether that sort of equates with the kind of money that you're pumping in to acquire a customer, right? So these are the sort of metrics that you have to see. And I feel that- So before we, before so much- we go forward, let me just pull that apart really quick because you mentioned a couple of things that are really important. Number one is, you know, is the rising cost of pay-per-click advertising, right? What used to cost a few cents or a quarter or 50 cents for a click for, for really good yeah. keywords can now be, yeah. you know, five, 10, 20, $50 or more per click. Right. I've yeah, seen it. Be. I've seen it. You know, and when you're when you're paying that kind of per click cost just to drive traffic to the website doesn't mean they're going to convert into a customer. And so you can imagine how many clicks. And, and I know you've went through this, but I just want to draw the picture for people. So if you don't have a very large lifetime value for that customer, like you're not selling yeah. some high end consulting exactly. services or product or something where you have a six or seven figure lifetime value, it can be very hard to acquire customers cost effectively. And with more people, more people going online, but more importantly, more businesses going online, there's more competition for those clicks. And that's causing the cost of pay-per-click advertising to skyrocket. Exactly. So early on, you were in our pre-interview, early on, you were able to, you know, to to make those profitable. But in the recent years, you can't, they're just not profitable based on the lifetime value. So so what do you do? Because we were talking about it. There's really only a couple of, when you think about the big ways to acquire customers, you've got SEO and content marketing and paid ads. So yeah. if paid ads aren't converting, what do you do? So you figured out a way with content marketing to make this work. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about that, how that SEO and content work? Because you have some amazing, I think you mentioned you have like, you know, you're ranked for over 10,000 keywords and a lot of them are top keywords and you're driving a lot of your traffic that way. So Pull that apart for us on the content marketing piece, because I think that a lot of companies are experiencing frustration with paid ads. Number one, you know, you don't know what you're going to get when you're dealing with agencies, particularly outsourcing to agencies. But number two, you know, I think they're shocked at the cost per click and the cost per acquisition and the negative that they run into before they can even make yeah. a dollar. Right. And I think, uh, you know, what we have to basically, any business owner has to see is what is the ROI that they're getting, right? With paid ads, it's basically, uh, and what's the longevity? I mean, when you run an ad, the moment somebody sees an ad or that ad is displayed on a website, you lose your money. After that, it has no tangible value. Whereas when you create content, when you create any kind of content, it could be a blog, it could be a, a video, it could be a survey form, a microsite. And there are a lot of forms of content that can be created today. 
at least they have a longevity they have a lifespan right they are going to stay on a platform on a website on 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 some link and they will drive traffic for you if they hold value the problem is that people don't create good enough content you know a lot of people when they create content they focus only on promotion on self promotion they only focus on creating content that promotes their business their services create uh, talks about how good their services and no and trust me on this nobody wants to hear that nobody wants to hear you say that hey i am the best company in the world buy from me i am giving you 50% off i am giving you 100 dollars off nobody's interested in that so what we need to understand is that seo content marketing they're intertwined right if you have good content and you if you promote that content you market that content you automatically your seo will improve surely you have to get the basics right you know google gives you a playbook you have to get a certain number of things on your platform on your website correct you have to have your h1 tags and h2 tags and your content has to be original but the moment you do great content marketing in terms of creating unique content content that helps you know that people are going to share that people are going to read about that people are going to spend time looking at that content will drive your seo up and that is what we've experienced we've done it not once not twice but we've done it maybe 1000 times we know we create content we understand what our customers are looking for not every customer is looking for design all the time right but we know if they are looking for any other problems or they have any other uh, solutions that they're looking for we create content around that and we push it out to them we push it out to different websites we push it out on social media and when it gets picked up automatically people tag it because people are see end of the day the more number of websites are in the world the more number of news websites media websites people also are looking for great content to push to share to publish right so that is why if you focus on creating content that actually solves problems that is unique that is uh, not only very straightforward but you can focus on a lot of video content i think that's where the win is you know uh, instead of uh, doing paid ads i would rather say people create or invest money in doing a youtube channel i mean youtube is one of the second most searched platform in the world and so many people are consuming so much content on youtube now if somebody was to create content on youtube when they can create i mean i've seen chefs creating content i've seen you know influencers uh, running businesses multi hundreds of thousand dollars on youtube itself unboxing so there is a lot that a business can do by creating a platform uh, a content platform a content channel whether it's on any social media platform or on a platform and i think it works really really well okay so let me ask you a question i think this will summarize it in regards to the direction that the audience can take to start implementing this you know whether they're whether they're a new startup or whether they're established but they're kind of you know they're, they're just not seeing any growth so here's my question to you with all the content marketing that you've done and everything that you've learned the good the bad and the ugly right we know that paid ads is not the solution for design hill but if you were going to start over your content marketing journey today your content marketing and seo journey today and you could only pick three strategies right meaning the channel and kind of the overall strategy where would you go to get the biggest bang for your buck the fastest as it relates to Design Hill, which is your business. Where would you go? I think you probably just mentioned one or two of them, but I just want to reiterate because there's so much to talk about when we talk about content, right? I mean, you've got podcasting, you got YouTube, you got blogs, you got Microsoft, you got you got all you got all these different verticals inside of content, right? What would you be doing if you had, yeah. could only pick three? And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but hey, that's the the price of greatness is responsibility. <laughs> 
I'll go to those places uh, where you know I'm able to one build a community and I'm able to create content that stays there forever. So yeah, and I know I mentioned it and you mentioned it, but you know starting a podcast. I mean that is something that is really you know uh, in the zone right now. A lot of people are doing it, and if you have your niche, you know because obviously you know, we will be catering to the entire world today. And if you have your niche and you're you're a thought leader. You have expertise about anything, and could be very focused on what your customers are, or your what your customers are looking for. I think that's a great way to build an audience and to actually leverage that audience to acquire customers. Number one. Number two. Again, I said video content. Now, video is something that I would say that you know we would focus really a lot on. You can create how-to videos. You can create tutorial videos. You can create. funny videos you know because they get viral and they get shared all the time like you know we have just, uh, social media platforms like tiktok and snapchat and you know influencers are doing that all the time there now so that's number 2 and number 3 would be i would just focus on you know uh, either hiring somebody or hiring an agency that gets my seo on page seo right i think that is something that 90% of the businesses get wrong because if they don't if on page seo you know which is basic set of rules that you have to follow when you're creating a website is not there you'll never be able to rank and trust me for this for the amount of traffic that you can generate you know and you mentioned it earlier on it's a gift that keeps giving right it gets keeps on giving and giving giving it's something that you have to be patient with because it's not going to drive traffic for you within a few weeks or within a few months but then you're you know you're in the business for a long time isn't it so if you do it consistently over a period of 6 7 8 months a year you start seeing improvements you start seeing that you know your rankings are going up and that that is going to form a base for you for the next 10 years which is going to drive traffic for you and acquire customers for you and then you can you know have your word of mouth and referral marketing and all of those things taken yeah so the three channels you mentioned was podcasting youtube and then you said on page seo but that would be your blog right because that's going to be more written content on your blog right because of on page seo Yeah I mean on page SEO is is the basically the stru- uh, the SEO structure of your website so it may not necessarily be a blog it can even be your landing page a landing page simple landing page which is fast which which is efficient which has good content on it you know that can even work wonders i've seen single page websites having minimal content also rank on one or two on the most difficult keywords in the world so end of the day if you get your structure right and there are specialists who do that there are n number of agencies who can do that for you i think that's one of the most basic mistakes that companies make and it's something that one must do for sure so let me ask you this whatever you're able to share from seo just seo alone do you have a sense as to how much traffic your content your free content that you've put out there your non paid content do you have a sense as to how much traffic it drives to your back to your site whether you know it doesn't need to be current as yeah. of today but give me some sort of a range just so, so people understand you know it is an investment in time and energy and resources but you know once you get those things ranking it can again like i said i call it the gift that keeps on giving once you do get it ranked because it's not usually not that hard to keep it ranked as long as you keep the fundamentals in there yeah so we can we have uh, anything in the range of 800000 to a million users that come on our website every month from seo wow So eight hundred thousand to a million people a month hit your website. Now, the, not all of them buy, but yeah. but but the fact is, is you're driving that much volume that you are getting a lot of customers, and your cost of acquisition is really the creative and time it takes to put the content and maintain the content, which is exactly. far 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 less than what it would cost you for paid ads. 
and once you have people coming on your website you can do so much more with them you can get them to subscribe you can get them to avail offers you can retarget them retargeting so we make actually we do a lot of investment retargeting ads so we don't do paid ads as in like to acquire but to retarget customers because that is where the brand recall comes into play right so we have these mediums that send traffic to our platform but once the user has hits our platform you know you have these cookies and stuff and you can use google and all the social media platforms and we retarget those customers all across so that what that creates it creates a lot of brand recall right and you are able to bring them again to your platform so your overall conversions over a period of time increase many fold so that's what you do with paid advertisement you do retargeting ads yeah so you're not doing cold ads meaning you're going to a cold right. market through paid ads yeah. but you do yeah. a lot of retargeting but that's because you've already they've already been exposed to you. They've got some level of yes. experience with you. They've consumed sort of content or they've signed up for something and now you're retargeting, which makes a ton of sense. Okay, great. All right, listen, is there anything else you want to add to this topic? I've got a couple of rapid fire questions I want to ask you at the end and then we'll wrap it up for today. I mean, anything else you want to add that you think would be helpful to the to whoever is listening today? I think one of the things that I would really have people do and not a lot of people do that is, you know, once you start getting in customers, get reviews get you know uh, feedback not only from a personal consumption and uh, improvement perspective but also you know reviews on third party websites because today customers are very wise and you know knowledgeable they when they come to your website they'll also go on th- three other websites and they'll see what kind of reviews you've got and not not a lot of people focus on that i've seen the largest companies in the world and they don't have any reviews on third party websites so you know make sure that whenever your customer is having a good experience whenever they're happy with your service whenever they they feel content share that pop up or share that message or email with them where they can actually leave a review for you on your on a third party website and it works wonders we've heard so many customers saying that you know we read your review on that website and they come and use our platform after that so that's something that you know uh, one must focus on yeah for sure social proof is a powerful powerful tool yeah. online right so thank you so much for adding that all right great let me ask you a couple of rapid fire questions and then we'll wrap it up for today What's your favorite growth tool, app, software, SaaS product, some tool that you use to help you grow your business, right? If you had to pick one, and I know you probably have a lot, right? But if you had to pick one, what's the one you couldn't do without? So there's one, I mean, I swear by, and it's called Trello. It's a process tool. I mean, I've been using it for free, to be very honest with you, for all this time. I mean, they have add-ons and stuff as well, but the free version works for me wonderfully. But what it allows us to do is that every campaign, every process that we have in our business it allows me to break it down i think it's such a beautifully designed tool that you know you can break out any process into multiple stages you can make lists in that you can create cards and then you can have owners you can have stakeholders who are owners of each of those what it allows you to do is it allows you to manage your uh, workflows very efficiently delegate work to your team very efficiently and then, then everybody's on the same board and nowadays you know you can integrate these tools with slack and other communication tools and it works really very really well i mean that's something that has enabled us to actually scale a lot because once you have over 20 30 40 employees you know it's very important to have your processes that are clearly laid down yeah so trello it's a project management software very yeah. popular you've been using it i think yeah. tons of people endorse it absolutely All right, and what would be one book that you've read that helped you along your journey or you think might help the audience on theirs, whether it be on growth uh, or marketing or something that inspired you, maybe even just inspired you? Yeah, I mean there's this uh, uh there's this book uh, from Christopher Lockheed. 
And Christopher Lockett, just, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, it's just the name is just skipping my mind right now. Uh, so it, the talk, I'll tell you what the book talks about. So the book is really wonderful because it talks about uh, creating categories, right? See, a lot of businesses that happen today, they are around, uh, you know, you copy a concept, you know, opening a restaurant, opening this. Oh, category that. creation. Yeah. So it's a category creation and it, it, it basically it, uh, sort of gives rise to that concept altogether. And it's really wonderful because you understand how the top businesses in the world today are the ones that created categories because then there is no competition for you, right? That is where the real scale happens. That is where the real, you know, uh, difference happens when you create a market for yourself altogether. Like Uber, for example, that was a category creation. There was nothing like cap sharing before that, you know, ride sharing before that. So yeah, I think he has two books. I think one is Niche yeah. Down and the other one is Play Bigger. I'm not sure which one. I think those yeah. are the two. Play Bigger. Play Bigger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, thanks for that. So, you know, it was, I mean, but it's a really great book. I mean, I, I go back to that book time and again, because I love the concepts. I mean, he shares that. Perfect. All right. Well, listen, I really appreciate you being here and congrats on all your success. It sounds like things are going really, really well. I appreciate you lending your expertise and, and all the lessons you've learned. Let everybody know if you would, Rahul, how they can connect with you, learn more about Design Hill, or you know, just send them to wherever you think they get the biggest value. Sure. So, uh, you know, as far as Design Hill is concerned, you know, we are an online platform, so it's www.designhill.com. Uh, we offer twenty four seven customer support as well. So, you know, anybody has any questions pertaining to me, uh, they want to talk to me or about our services. You know, you can feel free to get in touch with one of our executives. Otherwise, I'm mostly active on LinkedIn. So, you know, you just have to type in my name, Rahul Agarwal with Design Hill. And, you know, I'll pop in and you can just drop me a message and pretty quick to reply on that as well. Love it. I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes. Once again, truly appreciate you being here. Congrats on all your success. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Dan. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.